Hello, and welcome to Forward Church Online. In this weekly podcast, we hope that you'll have an encounter with God through inspired teaching and discover practical ways to help you live a life of purpose. We hope you enjoy today's message. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. Tonight, we're going to just believe God that she's going to be strengthened, that Amber is going to be strengthened by the Lord. I actually called her yesterday, and I said, are you okay? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I I said, Emily, are you okay? No. I said, Amber, are you okay with the home going of your mother? Are you okay to minister tomorrow night? She said, I'm ready. I want to. So if you're here tonight and you're wondering, can I get through what I'm going through? Here she is, knowing that her mother has gone on to be with the Lord just, just in the last several days, and she's standing here tonight to share a testimony. Would you stand with me and give God and Emily, I mean Amber, a big round of applause. Super duper nervous. Even though I know most of you in this room, it still makes me really nervous. <laughs> um, my name is Amber, not Emily, but I will answer to just about anything you want to call me. Nice names. <laughs> um, I am 27 years old, believe it or not. I know I look 16, 17. I'm 27. Um, I was born and pretty much raised in Cincinnati, Ohio, so that makes me a Buckeye by blood, but I'm a Gator in my heart. (laughs) Sorry, Mr. Dennis. (laughs) Um, My family and I moved to Florida when I was in the ninth grade, so that was 2002. Um, So I we moved to Bell, so it was a huge culture shock for me to move from Cincinnati, Ohio to tiny little Bell, Florida. <laughs> um, I didn't want to come. I kicked and screamed the whole way down. Um, I had moved my entire life, and this was just one more step of moving away from everything that I knew. So I didn't want to, but I'm glad I did because it was the best thing that had ever happened to me, and Lord knows where I would be if I was still up there. Um, I work at Drum and Bank. A lot of you know me from the bank. I've been there since 2007. Um, I started when I was 19. Um, I actually have four banking certifications and two banking degrees, Um, I was the first person in my family to graduate from high school. I attended college. I didn't graduate. I hated college. (laughs) Um, But um, the bank has provided me with the opportunity to get my degrees in banking, which I love. Um, My title of my message is First Impressions because it weighs heavy on my heart um, 
because my whole life, I feel like I was pretty much judged on my first impression that I gave off to people or that people judged me on. These are the some, some of the things that I would be called in high school and in my adult life. Um, short, shorty, shrimpy, <laughs> um, quiet, young, stuck up, um, a goody two-shoes, teacher's pet, um, things like that. Not very nice things, things that tend to bring you down. Um, but nobody never really knew my backstory of where I came from and why I, I guess, came off the way that I did. So let me tell you about myself. Um, when I was a senior in high school, so 2006, December 16th, my biological mother passed away. So I've now lost two mothers. Um, she was a drug addict, addicted my whole life, and what I've been told before I was even born. Um, she lost all contact with our family, and she eventually turned to, there's no polite way to say it, prostitution to support her habits. Um, that eventually led to her death. She had cancer throughout her whole entire body from drug abuse. Um, my father, who you all seen on Sunday, has battled with alcohol his whole life. Also with drugs and anger management, but alcohol being the main thing. So I tend to find myself struggling with that too. Um, I held a lot of anger towards my biological mother because now that I have a daughter of my own, I feel that I want to see every part of her life when she grows up, her graduating high school, getting married, having children. Those are experiences that I want to experience her with, with her. So when my bi biological mother decided to turn away from her three children and not participate in any of their life events, that made me very angry with her. Um, it's taken me a lot to get over that. And with the strength of the Lord I have, I have forgiven her. I've not forgotten. And it's something that I won't hide from my child because I think it's a learning experience. Um, but it's a reminder for me of where I've come from and where I'm going. Um, I actually have two brothers on my mother's side who have been in foster care their whole lives. Um, the oldest one is 25. He has four children, and he's falling down the same path my mom did. I don't really talk to them much. Um, they call me every once in a while. They don't really like what I have to say, so they quit talking to me. Um, I'm actually going to see them when I go to Ohio this week for my stepmother's memorial. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> um, the other one is 22. He's doing okay. He struggles with um, marijuana and alcohol, but he's going to college, and he's, he's trying to start his life, you know, trying to get through 
you know, his horrible childhood. Um, he's struggling. He doesn't really have anyone to help him. Um, so I just pray for them. That's all I really can do. Um, I went to live with my dad when I was around the age of six. Um, I say live. He, he got custody of me when I was around the age of six. We lived with family members my whole life. Um, the one most particular was my cousin, who I refer to as my aunt. Um, she pretty much raised me. My dad I seen as he came and went. Um, my grandmother, my biological mom's mom, and one of my mom's sisters is basically who I spent my childhood being raised by. Um, seeing everything that my biological mom and my dad has went through, I learned real quick that that's not the lifestyle that I wanted for myself. Um, as I said, I was the first one to graduate from high school, attend college. I had a start to a career, not an actual job. Um, most 19-year-olds work you know, at a grocery store or McDonald's. It's not something you want to make your life working at. Um, I love the banking industry. I plan on being there for a while. Um, so that's one accomplishment that I really take pride in. Um, my dad and my mom, who you all hear me refer to, my stepmom, um, they were married in June of 2000. She was the best thing that ever happened to me. I told myself I wasn't going to cry. She's the only... My dad's been married one other time, has had previous girlfriends, but she's the only one that took me in and actually treated me like I was her own. Um, right before they got married, my dad actually went to prison. Um, she made sure to come and get me and my two brothers and my baby sister at the time every weekend. She didn't have to, but she wanted to. She came and got us on the weekends, took us to do things. She was the first one that held my little sister before my dad even did. Um, so she's very dear to my heart. So not only losing my first mom, my biological mom who brought me into this world, but my mom who raised me as her own um, has really taken a toll on me. Oh. Can't see. But I'm not perfect. Um, like I said, I did stupid things growing up in high school. I drank. I partied. Um, I drove home one night, drunk, woke up the next morning, had no idea how I got there. That was a hello moment. I could have killed somebody myself. Who would have known? Who would have been in that other car? Um, my stepmom has lost two, two of her sons in car accidents, so uh, it really hit home for me. I never did it again. Um, in August of 2007, I was in a car accident on 307 that runs between Trenton and Bell. I flipped my car three times and was ejected. 
They don't know how I walked away from it because I'm so short. Yeah, I have to sit so close to the steering wheel. My airbag never went off. Thank you. I have a scar from here down. I had three sets of stitches, two on the inside, one on the outside. That's all I had. The Lord was really with me that day. When my mom got that phone call, she really broke down and thought she had lost another one of her children. But these are all things that I've learned from. So I say when the past calls, you just let it go to voicemail. It has nothing new to say. That's a little quote I found online. I thought it was cute. Um, You learn from your past. You don't live in it. Um, You use it as inspiration for other people. Um, Which is what I'm hoping my story will touch someone in this room today. Um, One of the best things that's ever happened to me was in 2008 when I married my best friend. He came from a family who had a mom and dad his whole life. They grew up in church. They struggled. Um, But I think they had a pretty good life, so it was something new for me. Um, They introduced me to church, which I wanted, and I told him um, that I wanted to be baptized before we got married. So in May of 2008, Pastor Dennis took us to Manatee Springs in front of our friends and family and baptized both of us as a couple before we got married. Um, That totally changed my perspective on life, and uh, it doesn't fix everything. It's still a bumpy road. Um, The next best thing that's ever happened to me was my daughter was born in 2009. Things happen really quick in my life. (laughs) Um, She was the light of our family. She was the first girl of Stephen's side, so um, as you all can tell, (laughs) they didn't have any daughters, so she gets everything, (laughs) which she's okay with. Having a daughter of my own now makes me realize that um, I need to set an example for her in the way that she needs to live her life and raise her children in the future and treat her husband one day. Um, I can see how what we are teaching her is really affecting her. She has a deep love for the Lord, and um, she'll tell you. Um, and she's only five, so they start young. <laughs> Raise them in the way that they should go. Um, a couple years ago, we, you know, the enemy had come into our life. We drifted away from church. Things seemed to have gotten really hard. We were arguing more, doing things that we said we would never do, i.e. fighting in front of our children. Our child, um, it has a negative impact on her. She didn't like it. Um, We quit attending church. And around November of last year, I told Stephen that I wanted out, that I wanted a divorce. It got too hard and too complicated. 
I felt like I couldn't handle it. Um, so Stephen called Mr. Dennis because he's the one that married us. And we sought counseling. And things got better. And we fight every day for our marriage. Um, I learned that I didn't need to run away from the things that got hard. And that was a fear of mine. Um, So the little thing I found online was fear that you can either forget everything and run or you can face everything and rise. And that's what I did. That's what we did as a couple. We um, said that the enemy wasn't going to win. He wasn't going to break us up. And we fought for what we wanted because we wanted to be married and we wanted to have a family. Um, so here we are a little over a year later, still working. It's not perfect. No marriage is. Um, we walk together as a couple. And we do not give in to the, what the enemy wants because that is a path in my life was divorce, destruction, alcohol, drugs, and I have to struggle that much harder not to let him win those battles in my life. Um, So, stop wasting time on getting upset with those who criticize your life. It's always someone who has no idea of the price that you've paid to get to where you are today. Um, I thought that really touched my life because people have spoke negative things into my life and they had no idea how insecure or um, fragile that I was and how easily it could have been to just destroy my life. And that I had worked so hard to be where I am today. Um, these are five things that you should tell yourself daily. Number one, today will be my day. You should wake up every day saying, today is my day. Not yesterday, not tomorrow, today. Every day. Because you're never promised tomorrow. Um, number two, I'm the best me that there is. I can't be a fake me. I can't be a me that everyone else wants me to be. I can only be myself. So why not be the best version of it? Number three, I know that I'm a winner. Um, I've battled a lot of things in my life, and I've overcome all of them. And those are winnings. Number four, I can do it, and I know I can. You should tell yourself that every day. I know I can do this, and I know I can. If you tell yourself you can't, then you're not going to do it. And number five, God will always be with me. He's with you in every circumstance, and he helps you through no matter what. It may not be during your time. um, It's during his time. So now that you know a little bit about me, what would your first impression be? I can tell you what I think of myself. I'm determined, I'm smart, and I'm an overcomer. So be careful how you judge people because we want the people that come through that door that are broken, that need guidance, 
the people that don't know Christ, that want to know Christ. And the worst thing that we can do is judge them on their first appearance because we don't know what they've gone through. We don't know the battles that they struggle through every day. And if you judge them on those battles, it could destroy them because that's what makes their life so fragile. That's all I have. I do have a little song.
church, that's one of the most real, down-to-earth, practical illustrations, stories I've ever heard in all my life. And Jesus Christ wants this house to draw more individuals that have come through those kind of events that Amber was talking about tonight and bring them to a place where they can know him the way she has found him. I want this house not to be a holy house, but a place where the holy God of all creation turns our lives and their lives out there around. Thanks for listening to this edition of Forward Church Online. We hope this has been a blessing in your life and that you'll share this and other great resources with your friends. We want to invite you to explore our webpage at www.myforwardchurch.org. There, you'll find online giving, church events, and so much more. Be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Twitter as there's always something happening around Forward Church If you're ever in our area, we'd like to extend an invitation to come be a part of one of our live worship experiences. Thanks again for listening to the Forward Church online podcast. Have a great week.